0: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Stereo Jr. here, managing editor of Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com. It's Halloween week, October 30th. I am joined by my co-ghost, Alexander Pawlowski. Alex, how are you?
2: Boo, Sean Ross app. I say boo,
0: because that's what ghosts say. You know what? I am a true luchador. Because as soon as I lose a mask match, I have the hair ready to go. It's true. That's true. Mask I, versus hair. Yep. I'm rocking with it. And dare I say, this mask looks damn good on me. It does. It does. The pink and black combo with the gold? hmm Man, oh. who's that jumping out the sky? <laughs> SRS. Here we go. Smackdown Live to talk about tonight. We're making crown jewel prediction tonight. Don't forget, we have Listen Your Boy Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, getting closer to that Listen Your Boy number 100 mark. This show brought to you ad read free by our new MMA and boxing YouTube channel. The link is in the description below. If you all don't mind, give it a little clickety clack. Subscribe soon. All of our MMA podcasts will be over there. But we have just a ton of, of uh, exclusive news posts we have interviews all kinds of cool stuff a lot with pro wrestling crossover too so maybe you don't even like uh mma it's well worth it Uh, i wanted to give pro wrestling and mma their own separate feeds that way you know each could get the highlight they deserve it allows me to highlight guys like carlos toro as well but my god let's talk about smackdown live but before we get into smackdown live alex yeah and, man, these videos are going to look fantastic when I isolate them. Yes, they really will. <laughs> Pro Wrestling Sheets Ryan Satin reported today that Renee Young will be announcing WWE Crown Jewel, a place in Saudi Arabia where women are not allowed to perform, quite frankly. What do you think of this move? I'm, I'm conflicted and confused and excited all at once.
2: Yeah, I wonder if they'll consider her indecent as they considered Carmella and Alexa Bliss when they were on that one promo video, indecent. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, it seems seems uh, it's a mixed message, you know. Like, hey, we're we're trying to be better at this one thing, but you know, give us time on the whole not murdering people and chopping them up, and also not dropping bombs on school buses like baby steps. That's what it appears that Saudi Arabia is trying to say, "Hey, listen, Rome wasn't built in a day. Just let us let us eventually get to the point where we're not committing all these problems, you know?"
0: When I heard this immediately, I thought, "Okay, so they're calling this remotely from HQ." It's not the case. So, yeah, it
2: doesn't seem that way.
0: Which I mean, if I were WWE, I probably just would have anyway. Why fly three people over there? But I, I like the move. I I like Renee on commentary just fine. She doesn't. She isn't particularly offensive. She's not great by any stretch of the imagination. But it is nice to have a female voice on that show. Uh, we had a couple of female voices on our show for post WWE Evolution. Go check that out. That is in the uh, archives. So give it a glance, my friends. WWE SmackDown Live. Also news that didn't emerge today, but it was really hammered home today. Robbie Fox of Barstool Sports had reported last week that John Cena and Daniel Bryan both said no to WWE Crown Jewel. So right out of the gate, they had scheduled a Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles face-off for tonight. Mm-hmm. Now, this is pretty close to AJ Styles' home, Alex, so he got quite the ovation tonight.
2: Sure. Yeah, And uh, yeah, as well he should. Uh, you know, w- were this not taking place in... Saudi Arabia and, you know, Daniel Bryan going to be at the pay-per-view and working as well. Um, I I feel like they would have done the face-off anyway. This wouldn't have wound up having the match for the title tonight. But the face-off is kind of the standard thing between, you know, the the people fighting for the championship on the go-home show anyway.
0: Well, Daniel Bryan comes out. He says that he knows that last week's kick to the head wasn't an accident. Yeah, which Dane or AJ Styles actually rather says, it wasn't an accident.
2: No, I did it on purpose.
0: And I like that. Sure, I love sure. it. Even though even though
2: I, it it looked like an accident. So so it's one of those things where like in hindsight, I kind of did it was nice that I kicked you because I've been wanting to kick you for a while. But we know AJ, you didn't mean to kick him. You want Dan-
0: Daniel him. said we had two identical twins we were wrestling <laughs> and you kicked me and I'm thinking now, hold on. Like there have been times when I'm playing Madden and I select the wrong uniforms, and I'm like, "Damn it, why is everybody wearing white? This is confusing. Yeah, that's not the case in a match like that. Like no. I don't think anybody th- thought that daniel that that a j mistook Daniel Bryan for an uso, right. I don't think that was the case, and Daniel Bryan had said that he doesn't see a respected colleague or a coworker. Yeah. He right. sees the WDB championship, which is what kept him going during his entire time off.
2: Yes, absolutely. Uh, this is all fine, but it is one of those things where as soon as the performers start to poke holes in the tropes of wrestling, like, you were trying to hit that guy, but you hit me instead, maybe you would hit me on purpose, and therefore I'm angry with you. As soon as they start poking holes in that ridiculous logic, it, a whole thing falls down like a house of cards. So maybe Daniel should, like, take a take a step back before this whole thing crumbles down around us.
0: Yeah, that's fair, man. <laughs> I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. So they almost come to blows. And <laughs> Shane McMahon comes out, who is apparently back on the job. Yeah, I guess. Because why not? And he says, too often people, uh, people pretend they want to fight on this show and don't end up doing it. So he's going to make sure it happens right now. The Crown Jewel main event is going down here on SmackDown to kick off the show. Now, I, I was texting with a person who was backstage at SmackDown, and I asked why first, and he said they wanted to get it out of the way and they wanted a way to build to the mat, build uh, the match a little bit later on that's going to happen at Crown Jewel. So, yeah. FYI, there you go. Yeah.
2: At, at the time, it felt like. You guys could have announced it now. And then just like the the word of mouth that would have spread over social media of like, holy crap, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles for the title is happening tonight for free. Tune in. Everybody would have been like calling their friends and stuff who don't normally watch SmackDown mm-hmm. live. They would actually watch it live if you had given them an hour to, to, to spread that word. But I understood now, once I realized what they were doing with it, was like, oh, they're not having AJ Styles' title match at Crown Jewel tonight. They're having that tonight in addition to the thing they're doing later Uh, because, really, there aren't a lot of matches on on that card.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, especially not a lot of wrestlers. That's something I've really hammered home on The Weekender and a lot of these podcasts is that the first time WWE went to Saudi Arabia, they took 70 performers. This time they're taking 20. Yeah. And what do you think that means for WWE? <laughs> Cuz mm-hmm. let me tell you, whoever wins that ba- that World Cup isn't getting three times the pay as the nope. person who's wrestling one match.
1: Nope.
0: But WWE is keeping their slice of the pie much larger.
2: Yeah, I think uh they if they keep doing these by the by this time next year it'll just be like three 1-hour Iron Man matches.
0: Yes. <laughs> Well, either way, we got a WWE Championship match, and it was an instant classic on the SmackDown side of things. So this uh, is instantly probably one of the top 10 to 15 SmackDown matches ever. Great reactions on the intro, especially for Styles, the hometown boy. Brian played up the heel roll a little bit here, and he should have because this is yeah. AJ's hometown, and AJ has a match on Friday that he has to work as the babyface now, so right. you kind of want to get him those babyface reps even though I mean, AJ Styles doesn't need babyface reps, but you want it fresh in the, the crowd's mind. Here's your babyface.
2: Yes, that's true. Uh, and I appreciated that it was uh, a, a lot of shades of gray on the characterization within the actual wrestling because once it looked like uh, Brian might have, might have tweaked his knee, AJ Styles was merciless going in after it, which is a, which, which is a smart thing to do, but still traditionally a, a heel thing. They usually set that up that the babyface tweaks their knee and then the heel is relentless going after it. Uh, he smells blood in the water and crap like that. Um, so uh, I appreciated that they actually had both guys uh, going back and forth about who was who was in control, who was the heel, who was the face, that kind of stuff. Uh, the match itself was fantastic. If this was the match that we were going to get on Friday, I I have a hard time thinking there was going to be a match that was going to be better than it. Yeah,
0: kick. it was a blast, man. Brian uh, did a good suicide dive and played up that he tweaked his knee. This is after a Styles dropkick. And Brian started to work over the arm. Uh, Styles worked over the leg. The spot of the match, in my estimation, and that's saying something. Brian's counter out of the moonsault reverse DDT where he applied a cravat, through some knees, and then did a cravat suplex. yeah. Ooh, that was good. And I love me a good cravat. I am a cravat fan. Confirmed. Brian sets up for his flying knee, but Styles catches him with a big drop kick. We go to a commercial after Styles shifted his body midair in breathtaking fashion.
2: Yeah, uh, it, it also just looked really, really bad. Like that was just unprotected ribs on forehead c- crashing down from, t- from 12 feet in the air. It didn't, that didn't look good for anybody.
0: Yes, this uh, on a, a belly to back superplex attempt.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it yeah, it was. It was great. This, listen, I love that. I love that cravat uh, suplex. I also love a good cravat. Uh, also love a good ascot. Uh, play on words there, because a cravat is an old like yes, <laughs> old timey old old timey floofy tie. Anyway, um, I, <laughs> I, uh, but nothing in nothing in this match was as dope as that finish.
0: I, the next time I wrestle, I'm going to do a reverse cravat and I'm calling it the ascot just That's for nice. you. Nice. Good. Thank How you. I about, it. Or I'll cravat somebody's ass I nice. call it the ascot. Yes. There we go. Good. Doing butt stunners to people. <laughs> That's what we're here for. <laughs> so <laughs> where was I? We come back from commercial and see Brian with the yes lock applied. Styles gets to the ropes and then he suplexes Brian off the apron and then drops Brian's knee across the table, the announce table. Good spots just all the time. Great. Back in the ring, Brian recovers with a super Frankensteiner and big kicks, does a suplex into the armbar, and Daniel Bryan, for everybody who's saying, oh, well, WDB's having Ronda Rousey do the armbar different because, no, well, this is how she needs to be doing it, just like this. Thumb up, hands on the thumb, arching your back, extending the arm, this weird lacing around and folding the arm. I mean, hey, maybe it works from a judo perspective. I'm not going to tell Ronda Rousey what arm bars work. But, man, Daniel Bryan's looks way better. Also, what looks uh, pretty damn good, style's and P- uh, brian just on the same page so much with this counter alex styles yeah. turns the extended arm bar into a styles clash one of the best he's had on the, the main raw on wwe period in my um, estimation
2: it was it was just out of nowhere like all and the fact that it was a trans it was the transitions of daniel Bryan uh into the yes lock then out of the yes lock into the uh triangle then out of the triangle in into the into the styles clash and directly in to the calf crusher capitalizing on all that limb work he had done earlier like just the finish of this match all those reversals into the final finish uh oh, gave me chills loved it loved it loved it loved it
0: calf crusher applied submission win for aj styles this was an instant classic smackdown match one of the best maybe the best i don't know probably the best singles match on since since the brand split, although maybe maybe the Cena Nakamura match is is up there as well. You got some good stuff there. I'm sure there are a couple of tag team matches that qualify. This ends with a handshake. Then- yeah,
2: that was great. The handshake and the hug, like the mutual respect that that re- the retained itself because these two guys, as they talked about, they first met each other 17 years ago. Like that's a cool little wrinkle in there that these guys came out of this little mini feud. Uh, still having that mutual respect.
0: Samoa Joe attacks, lays out both men, chokes out both men. Yeah. This seemed like the natural natural uh, person to pick to right. fill in this role, even though they have done this match to death over yeah. and over and over. And you had to wonder ahead of this, is yes. Samoa Joe going to be able to do this? Because he was off live events recently.
2: Yeah, it's weird. The the, the thing, I mean, it, it, it with the way the WWE works and how fast-paced everything is, it feels like four months ago that he got hurt in that qualifying match for the World Cup versus uh, Jeff Hardy. I know it was like four or five weeks ago, maybe even less, but it feels like forever ago. So it doesn't feel like I just saw Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles. As a matter of fact, the lizard part of my brain was like, "Ooh, Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles, that'll be good." And completely forgot that I had already seen that a bunch of times and it wasn't always great. Like it was it was good, but I wanted it to be better than it was. Uh although, you know, if we get back to him like, you know, yelling Wendy a lot, that'd be that'd be fine.
0: Andy Wendy That's where we are. Backstage AJ Styles says, To Paige, I want Samoa Joe in a match. And she's like, why? And he's like, You you could have had him arrested weeks ago and you didn't do it. You gave me him at Super Showdown. So give me to give him to me again. Yeah. So that's that's the match we're getting at Crown Jewel. I'm fine with it. Samoa Joe cuts a selfie promo later, really hammers the point home. A good selfie promo. Yeah. Brings up Wendy. Yeah,
2: he's he's very good. This is the thing, is that is that when you have something like this happen, where um, your uh, very um, humanitarian-conscious uh, giant superstar decides he doesn't want to be a part of your blood money pay-per-view, and he's going to stay at home, and you need to scramble to find somebody to take his place, you could do a lot worse than Samoa Joe. Yes. That's what I'm going to
0: say. Yes, you could. Samoa Joe brings up the fact that Wendy's probably double, triple-checking locks. I thought that he hit all the right spots with this promo, built a match for Friday. Seen it a million times, but, hey, man. Uh, All things considered, this could be a very decent card, but, man, there are going to be a lot of matches I don't give a sh about. Although, if Kurt Angle is in two or three of them, that could be very interesting, because I have not seen Kurt Angle wrestle all these people a million times.
2: Yeah, you you wonder exactly how much... um, I mean, before... When Cena was in the tournament, I kind of assumed he was going to represent Raw. Um, but now, uh, I mean, they could easily have Dean Ambrose. I mean, I don't know if they'd fly him over there just for this. They could easily have him cost Seth his match in the tournament. Um, and uh, you know, it's it, listen, what a cool story it would be for Kurt Angle at you know seventy five years old to to win three. Like, it all depends on, on Saudi Arabia. Maybe they're going to be like, hey, America, we're still friends with you, right? We just, gave the, we, just, we just decided to tell Vince McMahon that he was instructed to give the World Cup trophy to, to your Olympic hero. So we're all, we're all okay, right? I mean, that honestly, I wouldn't put it past anybody to do that.
0: Trick or street fight. Big E of the New Day defeated Cesaro with the bar. New Day are out as The Brood. Xavier this Woods was- is Edge. Kofi Kingston is Christian. Big E is Gangrel. They have people holding up fake candles for this awesome entrance, Alex. <laughs>
2: so good. Oh, it tickled me to no end. I loved The Brood back in the day. I thought it was so corny and delicious. It was ridiculous. Perfect for and the era, right? It's So perfect for the era. And um, uh, The New Day aping it is perfect. Like they're just so good at 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 making uh at making a mockery and and doing setup like there was a thing uh, a while ago where they did the three faces of uh charles wright with the godfather and yes. papa Shango, uh and uh comma i played with comma yeah, Kama. Kama. instead of the good father which i don't know if i would have i would have probably gone with good father but um but yeah that was great too they're always a hit at, at halloween time uh, this was excellent
0: This is a fantastic entrance. And I saw somebody say, what happened to wrestling fans? Nobody popped. And I was like, let's be fair. This faction existed for a few months, (laughs) 20 years ago.
2: You have to be a ridiculous, hardcore old head to be like, like, hey, 20 years ago, I remember watching these three guys that were vampires. Two of them went on to be an amazing tag team. And then one of
0: those two guys was a world champion for a while. And And let's let's talk about what the other guy did. The other guy did an interview with me for making a finisher, which drops in the morning at Fightful.com. Gangrel's making a finisher. Boom. The Impaler DDT. Do you know how happy I was when this music hit? (laughs) I know. Because you know what I know? People are going to be hitting that clickety-clacker on Google (laughs) saying, The Brood, Gangrel. And I'm just going to jam those keywords (laughs) into my title tomorrow first thing tomorrow morning guys actually i think it's at 11 a.m eastern uh making a finisher the newest edition with gangrel talking about the impaler ddt how he did it how he developed it uh, why he continued to use it who took it the best who took it the worst also uh chris van vliet who some of you all may know from wsvn tv and deco drive took that move from gangrel earlier this year and it almost ended badly i talked to Mm. him about taking that move as well uh, so he had a part of that. Uh, this uh, made me very, very happy to see all things considered. Yeah. <laughs> and now I just got to sit on these two Punishment Martinez interviews until yeah. yes. something <laughs> happens with him.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. So these are always just harmless fun. That's it. And yeah, if this was going to be a tag match, I would have been a little – bothered since it's happening in two days but it right. wasn't it kind of was but it was really just a singles yeah Seamus comes out wearing all white what was he a ghost I don't know but Cesaro wasn't anything L- lighter Sheamus.
2: yeah like hey everybody says I'm so pale well now I'm even paler <laughs> Less
0: than it? Sheamus.
2: and then Cesaro wasn't anything was he I didn't
0: like no and neither was big show
2: it would have been cool if 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 uh if if cesaro had worn a fake mohawk and come out as Sheamus, that would have been,
0: f- been funny that would have been very good so big e when he sees Sheamus painted up as white he pops for it <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: which i thought is funny <laughs> yeah uh big E beats cesaro with a candy corn cane yep everybody gets involved big show sends edge and christian over to the top rope Seamus slams pancakes into Kofi's face, but the sunglasses stay on Kofi's face. Yes, of course. The wig does not. No. While Big Show is trying to drown Xavier Woods. <laughs> no, Alex, that was a little, little dangerous, but okay. I'm I'm looking like man. If this were Daniel Bryan and this were 2010, he's yeah. fired. Oh, fired! You can't drown somebody on TV. No. Alpha mare water slide on pumpkins hits from Cesaro. Now I never see that move anymore. Yeah. And I wonder if, if the way that he got that cleared was no, no, but I'm doing it on pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> it's safer. Biggie. The e pumpkins sends... will
2: break my fall.
0: Yeah. Biggie sends uh Seamus through the table in the corner. Xavier spits blood in big shows face. Biggie does the oh. same for Cesaro to set up the big ending. I was really hoping for an Impaler DDT to end this. It would have been nice. It didn't happen, but whatever. No. But let's talk about the best thing that happens. Mm. Kofi has this skeleton. Yes. And he gets out on the apron and trips over it mm-hmm. and falls flat on his face. Yep. On the floor, and Corey Graves loses it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's very funny. I need more angles of this.
2: <laughs> yeah. I need
0: crowd angles. I yes. need... I need WWE to treat this like they did the Titus situation. Yeah. Man. Do you think we get anything as momentous as the Titus O'Neil stumble? Uh,
2: well, I mean, oh, Friday is, rather Titus isn't going, so he, he can't do it. Uh, not unless, not unless they make a big deal out of it and make it do it on purpose. Like I could totally see the WWE being like, Hey, this went viral. Let's do a thing where everybody comes out and falls down. Yeah. It'll be hilarious.
0: Yeah. Man. Paige tells Charlotte that she had a great match on Sunday and offers up the captain spot for the SmackDown Women's Survivor Series team. Yeah. And they are still rocking with the tagline, Alex. Yeah. Go ahead. It's the one night a year where the superstars of Raw
2: and the superstars of SmackDown go head-to-head in in in-ring competition.
0: Keep in mind, between now and the end of the year, including Survivor Series, mm-hmm. there's at least three of those nights. Yeah. There is the TLC mixed match challenge finals. There is Crown Jewel, <laughs> two days, two yes. days away. And there is Survivor Series. Also, yes. we had the Royal Rumble and a couple other instances.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, I, technically at WrestleMania, Asuka was right. a raw superstar.
2: Um, I wouldn't mind if they did the thing like it's if they did it um, like the old night of champions kind of thing where I mean, I guess it wasn't the same same deal, but but where the champions of raw meet the champions of SmackDown the one night a year, like if you if you built it around that because that appears to be the gimmick they're going with now, um, whoever's the champion on raw fights the champion on SmackDown, and that only happens once a year, the champion versus champion for bragging rights of the brand. Like, you could sell me on that because at least that would be true.
0: Because I swear other- to God, if they're coming, bringing these sons of bitches out in red and blue shirts and we're going to have Jeff Hardy fighting back-to-back back with Randy Orton, yes, like are, locking so. arms and kicking yes. into the air – Right. After they have yanked each other's earlobes apart, I'm gonna snap. And sure, this seems like a really cynical point of the year sometimes on our reviews, but when they do stuff like that and throw away so much of what they work towards, yeah. or quite frankly, what they don't work towards, right. the lazy shit they've written throughout the year, yeah. that's even more frustrating because that 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 just further further yeah. reinforces the idea that it doesn't matter.
2: It's um it's it would be interesting if they did this <laughs> some, some along the lines of what they do with the all-star game in baseball where like the winning team gets something like in baseball it's home field advantage in the World Series like if they did something where hey here's the deal uh, the winning team that brand they somebody from that brand gets the 30 spot in the Royal Rumble Yeah. so if your team wins that night you have a shot at being the 30th guy in the Royal Rumble I mean, the easy thing they could do is say you get a big bonus at the end of the year if your team wins Survivor Series. But Vince would never let let money be the thing that rules everything, even though it obviously rules him.
0: Tay Budato on our chat has a great idea. He says, should have stipulations. The loser, uh, that brand's champion, has to defend the title at Elimination Chamber. The winner doesn't have to between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. That seems real simple. Sure.
2: But then, then again, I don't understand why all those lower card guys on either brand give a damn what their upper guy is doing. At
0: least, Well, I mean the, the champion versus champion match that we're likely sure, going to sure. see yeah, if, if that, that happens yeah, yeah, because they did mention U.S. title versus intercontinental title.
2: Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's happening. The Becky Lynch versus uh, Ronda Rousey are already been announced. Um, I think it would be interesting if it really was champion versus champion. Like it not, not not that not that your belt goes to the other brand, but you lost it. And now there's got to be a tournament to who see who wins the vacated title. Like in that case, like you'd actually really fight for something when there's no titles on the line, it's like, hey, I'm I'm going for the honor of Shane. Uh, not me. I vote for Stephanie. like that's who does that? That's not
0: one one of my favorites was Survivor Series 2004. And that was a dark period in professional wrestling in general, just for a number of reasons, the the terrible attendance and just them trying to force these big steroided freaks over that couldn't work. But you had Team Orton, which was Orton, Benoit, Jericho, and Maven against Team Triple H, which was Batista, Edge, Snitsky, and Triple H. (laughs) And uh, the winners got to run Raw for a week. Ah, each week after that and you had maven with a real dilemma at one point because with randy orton leaving evolution triple h went up to maven and said how about instead of you challenging me for the title like everybody's gonna do every single week they're in charge i give you a spot in evolution mm. and maven passed it up lost his title match but then that facilitated his heel turn because he's like shit i gave up a spot in evolution for nothing yeah, I wasted it. It added, and of course they they shit the bed with Maven. They got him over in like for no reason. Yeah. in a month to put him in this match and then they buried him again. But at the, at the very least, it had stakes and it quite frankly set up your next month of programming. Yes, <laughs> it's it's very easy to do things like this and set up your programming for weeks to come. Yeah. There you go. Well, Charlotte is very hesitant to accept this role. She doesn't think she's the right woman for the job. Do you, do you think that she thinks she's washed up or she just doesn't work well with others?
2: I think that, Sean, after being made to look the strongest that any superstar ever has in defeat, she really feels kind of depressed and down about herself. So you know, I mean, wh- what hope is there for Sha- for Charlotte Flair now that she's lost this match in it?
0: <laughs> so you know, Alicia Fox needs to be the Raw captain. Oh, absolutely, has to be. And people are saying why?
1: Because she's the goddamn captain. Say goodbye
0: captain yeah it's the whole thing the whole thing and this opens up a whole new set of questions i don't know if you guys remember but when i did that story with matt riddle about why he left aiw it's because he wouldn't put over a pirate which he tells me that he actually did and the people running aiw tell me no he's the captain of the goddamn ship which just opens up a whole new set of questions about Kyrie Sane and Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox is the captain. Kyrie is the pirate. There's there's a natural feud there. Yeah, it's true.
1: Natural
2: uh, feud. I would love to see a team NXT involved in, in this some, be great? somewhere. I mean, this is. I mean, this is, it's, it's, you get to a point where you're all talk. About how this is the third brand, unless you're actually
0: letting them play with the big boys and girls. I think Triple H is saving it, though.
2: I know. Saving it to
0: where he has a little bit more control, you know what I'm saying? That's true. true.
2: And and probably with good cause, considering we've seen the track record that Vince has had.
0: Yeah, I mean, dating back to, if you remember, when Charlotte was brought up to promote an upcoming TakeOver match, and she got beat by Natalia in, like, what, two minutes on Raw? Uh, Way back in the day. So, I mean... I can't blame him. Shane McMahon is backstage with members of the main event tag team match. Miz trash talks all of them except for Randy who intimidates him. And Shane throws a stipulation in. Whoever makes it to the finals of this tournament and loses is fired from SmackDown if uh, the SmackDown side loses. What do you think of the stipulation? Who do you think it will be in the finals? Well, we'll we'll talk about who we think it will be in the finals later. Yeah. But also the psychology that goes into even getting to the finals here.
2: Well, to me, this just, I mean, I wish I wasn't so cynical, but I, I understand how the WWE works and they don't introduce a stipulation like this unless it's going to pay off. They just don't. So Raw's going to win. So whoever, whoever is winds up in the finals of raw of the tournament from the raw side is winning. Um, so f we'll, I guess we'll figure out who's going to be in the finals. It is it's a weird thing that they would like get Randy to the finals only to fire him. Um that's that's weird. I don't know. None of this makes a lot of sense, but I mean, listen, if they're starting to do stuff with the cruisers over on Raw, I I I wouldn't be opposed to seeing Rey Mysterio go over there where he could dabble in both sides. You know what I mean? Like he could be could make an, an occasional appearance. As a legacy guy on two hundred five live, but mostly be on on, uh, on Raw. You know, I I don't know. I, I have I, it's. Listen, if it was if it was Miz in the in the quarterfinals or whatever, like he wins the first round, I feel like Miz would just lay down in the second round because at least he gets to keep his job no matter what. Because if you lose in the second round, you're not fired. It's a weird it's a weird deal. Like, I, I it makes more sense that if you the guys who lose their first round matches. They're both gone. That makes sense. Because otherwise it's like you're creating like a possible tanking situation in the second round.
0: Yeah. Although but remember, I remember th- it's the,
2: the most important thing in the world to these guys is to win that completely made up World Cup. That that completely made up arbitrary trophy that proves to them that they are the best in the world. A thing that didn't exist until a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, oh, like it feels very odd that they're like this is so important now.
0: I I appreciate them trying to make this matter and keeping your job is a way to make it matter. But right.
2: But here is the deal that they could have even called it, and this is what this would have added a lot, a lot of cachet to it. They should have said we're doing a King of the Ring tournament in Crown, in Crown Jewel because guess what, Crown Jewel King of the Ring kind of makes sense. Yeah. Here is the thing, also. It's a world cup without anybody from any other countries in it. So you could have called it a king of the ring tournament. And that has some cachet. You could, these guys could be like, I want to win, win king of the ring because stone cold won it. Because Brett won it, like all these things, like that's why they want to win it, so they can add their name to the list of guys it's, who won that tournament. You know, It seems
0: so simple to utilize yeah. a trademark that you already possess yeah, that has Brett. history, that you have footage that you can promote for on yeah. the network, that you can post those stupid ass videos yeah. on WWE's YouTube and say full match, Bret Hart versus or Bret Hart versus uh, Jerry Lawler, or yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve Austin and Mark Marrow from back in the day. It and seems so simple to right. be able to use that stuff to promote this show.
2: Yeah, and yet, and yet,
0: yeah, and yet. I think on the main roster they should probably do a Queen of the Ring at some point too. I mean, because they, they, why they not?
2: They also, should do one over the weekend.
0: Ready-made, stupid-ass gimmick for somebody. Also, we've never <laughs> we've never seen anybody but Queen Charmel, and it yeah. would also be awesome to have Queen Charmel crown that person. That would be good too. Oh well, Shinsuke Nakamura defeated R Truth. R Truth is a replacement for Ty Dillinger, who was injured and will require surgery. Alex, that he sucks. injured his hand. The perfect ten is the perfect five.
2: Uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know the extent of the injury or what exactly what it is, but can he extend some fingers on the hurt hand or none? Or, I, uh, uh, it's, it's a really, it's a sad blow because listen to this. Like, here's the thing: I love Ty. I thought that. He was so great in, in NXT and kind of got done dirty on the main roster, but what are you gonna do? Like he's a he's a guy who gets a, who's got a chant over. Um, but now he's like was like getting matches against Randy Orton. He was gonna yeah. he was getting a match against Sinsuke Nakamura. They were using him, which is more than I could say for him for several months this year. And at the peak of that, he gets hurt, and that sucks.
0: And I was there in San Antonio, and he got one of the biggest pops of the weekend. And you can say it was the chant. I don't give a shit.
2: No, people love that guy.
0: Getting a reaction is getting a reaction, whether you have a chant or not. Here's to hoping he'll get well soon. Uh, we do have a Fightful Injury Report. If you all go to FightfulWrestling.com, we have a resources tab where we have a lot of neat stuff like that. I also cover the Injury Report every weekend in the Fightful Select Weekender Podcast. I review Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground, Being the Elite, NWA. I do the injury report update, and I talk about the exclusive news in my Friday Fightful Wrestling Weekly column. Uh, That also is covered by Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But head over to FightfulSelect.com. Check that out. We have just a ton of content over there, additional content. I know we cover a lot of stuff here on Fightful.com, but we have stuff like retro reviews, Q&A podcasts, stuff like that. And while I'm in the middle of the plug, this Thursday afternoon – Q&A podcast, a free preview of the Fightful Select service. I'll be giving you all that show for nothing. So if you all want to ask a question, make a Patreon account, submit them on there. You don't even have to subscribe to submit a question. But lots of cool stuff over at FightfulSelect.com. That is the most direct, easiest way to support Fightful.com. Our truth is the replacement for Ty Dillinger. Makes sense, too, because they interact sure. backstage. yeah. I love Carmella being a part of our Truths Act. There is nobody, I think, on the WWE roster who have perfected the art of making the best of any situation like Carmella has throughout yes. her entire run. Yes.
1: Agreed. It's
0: special. It's really special what she's able to do. And I, I want to see more of her in the ring. And I just assume that she's getting not getting worse in the ring. Right. Because I like Charlotte in the ring, but man... Carmella carried the match against her. That's true. And that's good. That's good. If, if that title reign got her to where she is, if based on how she was at the beginning of that title reign, I would have thought this would have been her only one, how she yeah. was at the end of it. I'm thinking maybe you can see another one.
2: Listen, the, the, there's a, there's a pattern with WWE and their women where they have uh, a program for the title. And if you're not in that program, then you're shunted off to the side and maybe not even on TV. Um, there were months this year where Naomi and Oscar weren't on TV. Um, uh, but Carmella, and this is what I thought I thought was going to happen to Carmella once she, once she lost the belt. I was absolutely c- convinced of it. I was like, I'm going to miss her for the two months she's not on TV. But they seamlessly transitioned her from being this heel champ to being this babyface... Um, not a valet, because she's actually part of the act with our with truth And she totally works. It totally works. She, she's able to blend into whatever they need her to be. I, I'm so, so impressed with her. If you told me back in NXT when she was running with Enzo and Big Cass that she would be the last of the three employed by WWE and she'd be awesome, I would have been like, no, that's not possible. And, and I'm, I'm so happy to be wrong
0: about that. Yeah. This match was okay. There was a happy accident where R-Truth did a running head scissors and Nakamura ends up spiked, but it all ended up for the better. It looked really yeah. cool. Yeah. Everybody was okay. We get a dance break before the commercial. Nakamura gets knees in the corner. Truth gets out of a sleeper sleeper suplex. Kinshasa and a pin. Man, that Kinshasa looked lame. It was
2: weird. It was like, it was like uh, Truth was standing for it. Like there was no impact. It was just like was, Shinsuke kind of jogged up to him and then lifted his leg really high.
0: And Weird. the the Kinshasa is already way different than what he used to do oh, anyway. Okay. It looks bad. Honestly, I think it's he's gotta be real flexible because that yeah that's a risk for injury. That's that's how it, you tear a hamstring.
2: Yeah, no, it doesn't it didn't it doesn't look good. It's never looked as ne- nearly as good as the Bomaye
0: Pour one out for the Bomaye Yep. So SmackDown Live, ah man, it's it's it was such good and such bad at spots. The Becky yes. Lynch promo was so short and sweet, so good and right.
2: And it 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 changed a lot of my opinions about what happened uh, on Sunday. And I'm going to talk about this because we had a little back and forth about my wrong. You opinion. brought
0: up Pulp Fiction.
2: I did. I did. An I, overrated
0: it, 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 piece of shit. <laughs> Listen. With forty minutes of extra dialogue,
2: right? No, it's just it's, it's oh, fine. Dear. It's fine. The crowd is behind me on this. It's okay. Listen, um, the the match between Becky and Charlotte is an instant classic. They were so good together through the whole thing. Okay, there is one moment in the match that completely took me out of it. I ceased believing what I was watching when when Charlotte. It's an old spot in every last man standing match where the where the heel piles stuff or one guy piles stuff over on the next person and that person eventually gets out. Okay, but when Charlotte does it, she's got this look like you don't know, we wouldn't like me when I'm angry. She she Hulk, and Becky looks at her Becky who's been in control the entire feud completely like swaggering confidence all the time in this moment she looks like she was looking into the ark of the Damn covenant she she looks like she's horrified beyond belief um, and it it was over the top and it it didn't it, it looked stupid it looked like a bad performance and i i mean as a as a as a guy who's spent his entire uh, adult life uh, in performance i can I'm, I'm able to look at this and go that was really badly acted and that was that was so poorly acted um, and honestly, probably the direction was given to them, you're going to look really mean at her, and she's going to freak out. And that's a bad choice within that storytelling device. Um, and, and at that moment, when that happened, if you would ask me, you need to bet your life one way or the other who's winning this match, I'd have been like, it's Charlotte. Because in that moment, that's how they do that. And to me, you've spent this entire feud, A, you turn the wrong person heel Back Mm -hmm. at SummerSlam. And now, revisionist history, they're actually saying on the broadcast on Sunday, Becky Lynch stabbed her best friend Charlotte in the back. That's not at all what happened. She slapped her in the face. That's the opposite of stabbing somebody in the back. Like, that's, that's a completely different thing than what you're representing it as. They're saying that Becky's fans are a cult following. Meaning that, that they're deranged and deluded. That this person, mm-hmm. they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be cheering for her. She doesn't deserve their cheers. But they've been brainwashed into thinking that, like, like Becky Lynch also thinks that she deserves these opportunities when clearly she doesn't. So all of the commentary that night was to put over the fact that Becky Lynch was this dastardly heel. When you've been trying to tell us that no, no, she's it's she's just very stone coldish, and. At the, end of the, at the end of the night, um, she won, and she, and she got to look great by beating Charlotte Flair, who looked amazing in defeat. Uh, and again, the whole match, a classic. And I still walked out of it thinking, man, they really, really want us to have been booing Becky Lynch this whole time, and we didn't give it to them, and it feels like that was their last-ditch effort to do it. And then tonight, when Charlotte's like, gosh, I really don't feel like being the captain of the SmackDown Survivor Series team because I lost and everything's terrible. Like that, that doesn't feel like Charlotte Flair to me at all. But tonight, that Becky Lynch promo, it feels like they finally course corrected because she comes out there and she says all the right things about this. Is this fiery babyface who's not scared of anything or anybody? And I believe absolutely that she could go in and give Ronda Rousey the kind of match Ronda Rousey hasn't had yet in WWE, and that's what they. I feel like they're wanting us to believe that. But I also think because of the WWE that they believe that Ronda is the babyface in this match and everyone's going to be cheering for Ronda and whole oh boy, I think that they are wrong about that. I think that they, that people are going to be rooting for Becky to prove that the person who's been doing this for their entire life is better than the woman who's been doing it for several months. I think that that's people, people are going to come down on that side of it.
0: To kind of respond to that, Becky did, turn on charlotte i mean she did stab oh, sure. charlotte. she didn't just slap her she threw her into the barricade and over an no, announce no, no, table no, 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 and beat no, her no. ass
2: i think that that when charlotte turned on becky several years ago oh she yeah attacked her from behind and to sure. me that's a different thing than that i'm looking you dead in the face and i'm going to slap you across the face there's a distinction to be drawn there for me
0: yeah that's understandable uh, I just I think they do know what they have in Becky Lynch. i don't think it will result in Becky winning at Survivor Series. I no. fully expect Rhonda to win, and you too if she does one of those beg off things i'm I'm okay with that against Rhonda Rousey, yeah, and given the situation, I was fine with it too because quite frankly that was it's since I started to rate matches last year. it was the first women 's match I've given a ten out of ten and I just thought the story, the build, the reaction, the crowd, it was the perfect situation for these two, and it damn well should have main evented. That should have been the headliner of that show.
2: 1,000% it should have been, and I feel like it wasn't because in their minds, the heel went over, and you don't usually do that unless you're making a big statement about it at a Uh, pay-per-view. And listen, Nikki Bella is a huge, huge fan base. Like people were saying, like, there were all, all these kids wearing merch for the for the Bellas at, at the show. So, like, oh, lots were, of them, they were trying to make it the big mainstream thing be the main event.
0: Becky says, Everyone, Rousy, his face has beaten, been beaten before the bell. She's not. She said, I didn't come to cosplay or talk about a reality show. Ooh. I'm gonna rip your arm off. And then she left perfect. Oh, so good. I, the, I mean, the Roman Reigns method of protecting on promos was you. For, I think it was a solid year, year and a half from the Undertaker point until the beginning of this summer, they just kept it real short and sweet. And that's that's good.
2: Uh, I want to just uh, the brilliance of Becky Lynch in a the man t shirt. <laughs>
0: because
2: you want to beat the man, you got to, you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. And she beat the man. Now it's the woman, but just the fact that, she, that, that, that listen, g- gender be damned. I am the man here. And you, if you want to beat you wanna be the man, you gotta beat the man, and that's me. It says so on my damn shirt. Like it's it's so good. Um I'm I'm, I'm in love with um with Becky Lynch. Uh and I'm I'm I I want them to fully get behind her as this badass babyface champion, as opposed to well, you really should be booing her. Remember well, all those I, terrible
0: I, things she did. I think this is the way that she's a baby face. You yeah. can't have her white it up because she no. got zero reaction for oh, years doing that, right. being the, the pun master and all this. This is the way that she's yeah. over like this. Yeah. So you got to keep her like this. Right. And I feel to a degree that they think, well, if we stop saying this stuff, they they understand that it's counterculture. They yeah. understand WWE knows that a lot of the times when their announcers push things that it's not cool. Right. So I think they're kind of going that way to further that counterculture.
2: That that could be that could be the way they're going, but it was so noticeable at Evolution. All the commentary was just firmly behind Charlotte. All of them.
0: Hey, if that, that's if that's what got her here, then keep doing it, I, yeah, I say. Sure. She's the hottest thing going right now. Sure. Jeff Hardy and Rey Mysterio defeated The Miz and Randy Orton. We got some lame backstage promos about being the best in the world. And no better way to get people excited for a tournament than having four guys on one side of the bracket wrestle like four or five times. I can't pretend to care about this match. Jeff Hardy was in control uh, until the Miz chopped out his legs on a Whisper in the Wind attempt. He gets isolated, then gets that Whisper in the Wind. Mysterio gets a hot tag, which we don't see a lot of out of him. Right. Gets a stop-and-start rolling DDT on the Miz. Didn't look great. Got back-breaker, neck breakered. Ray counters a skull crushing finale. This was the best part of the match where Miz has Rey Mysterio up in the air with a skull crushing finale. Ray turns it into an arm uh, arm drag. We get a modified poetry in motion. Six one nine swanton for the pin. Afterwards, RKOs all around. Yes. Yeah, sure, cool man. Couldn't couldn't care less about about this. Wasn't a way I could have cared less. Right. Unless that that arm drag spot didn't happen. Right. The only way I could have cared less and that it could have meant less was for me to have seen no cool new spots throughout that match. Yes. We do have crown jewel coverage on Friday. We also have UFC 230 coverage on Saturday, and it is not without a pro wrestling connection. Main event, Daniel Cormier versus Derek Lewis. I wrote a story this morning and is featured on Fightful Wrestling and FightfulMMA.com about how Derek Lewis – once beat up a member of the Spirit Squad member and his pants fell down. Check it out. We have lots of interviews on the new MMA channel. Link is in the description below. Uh, the review will be on this channel Saturday night because you know we still want our time to advertise the new channel. We're trying to get to 1,000 subs. You can't monetize it until then. So if you all don't mind, support your boys at Fightful. Even if you don't plan on watching the content, head over there and subscribe. But... We've got a crazy week, Fightful Podcasting. Wednesday, listen, you boy. Thursday, I'm doing that live Q&A show for free, FightfulSelect.com. Uh, I'm doing it on Fightful.com. The NXT 205 Live, uh, May Young Classic NXT UK show for Fightful Select will actually happen on Thursday this week uh, because of Halloween. Friday, we've got Crown Jewel. Saturday afternoon, I'm doing the Weekender Podcast on Fightful Select, and we have UFC 230, but... WWE crown jewel Friday. Let's go ahead and make our predictions. The bar versus the new day, Alex SmackDown tag team championships. I'm going to be completely honest. There was a point during this show tonight. I forgot who the tag champions were. Mm -hmm. Do the bar win here. Do the new day win?
2: I think, um, because you're definitely getting a new uh, universal champion. Um, and because we're crowning a new World Cup winner, and those are the two things that are illegitimately in doubt, um, everything else is going to be house show rules. So I think I think uh, Bar ba retains. I think most, uh, almost everybody is going to retain.
0: Well, there are only. That's it. Two instances of there that.
2: There you go. That's cuz because the tag, the raw tag titles aren't being defended, the US title's not being defended, the inter- intercontinental title's not being defended, the crown jewel of WWE.
0: Yeah, sure. I'm with you at the bar. AJ Styles defends against Samoa Joe. If AJ Styles makes it through next week's SmackDown, he will hit the fabled 1-year mark as WWE champion. Yep. Keep in mind, This was a guy that WWE had no real interest in a decade ago. Yeah, Uh, Not even 13 years ago when I thought he was the best wrestler on the planet. Uh, Cheap plug, FightfulSelect.com retro review. We did one for free. TNA Unbreakable 2005. What I considered for a long time the best match I had ever seen. Styles, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels. It's 13 years later. To see him as a almost one year champion, that's unbelievable, Alex. Uh, I think he's going to win here too.
2: Oh, he's absolutely winning. They didn't like bring uh, Samoa jo- Samoa <laughs> Joe off the injured list just to throw him in a match that they had to make in a panic so he could win. No, it's AJ's going to was going to win. He'll hold it through SmackDown. He will be there for a full year. It's an amazing story. There's a there's a there's a moment in that. Two K nineteen commercial where they're talking about Hall these these guys well, whatever this is a thing when when a man who wasn't deemed right proved everybody wrong like there's that thing where they actually show a little little footage still of him as young AJ Styles with a little hoodie on and everything yeah. and like it's amazing yeah he wasn't right for WWE but oh oh hell yeah he was and imagine Vince just imagine if you had had the guts to to bring him in five ten years ago like the the career he would have had for you, but nah, he was too small. And look, look, look at what he's done at 40 years old, 40 years old. How good he's been for you.
0: It's just wild to think. And he will become the eighth man ever to hold that title for full year. Uh, Ninth ever in WWE to hold a world title like that. If you include Brock Lesnar and the universal championship, because nobody held the world heavyweight championship for more than 282 days, if you would believe wow. that. Wow. Uh, Batista holds that record. But that's something special. And, of course, Bruno did it did it multiple times, so there's that as well. And Hogan fell one day shy one time, and you've had just so many of these guys like you had Diesel that almost got there, didn't get there. Uh, AJ will pass Diesel this week as he uh, defends at Crown Jewel. I'm going with him. I think they should do it. I think it's a good... It's a a feel-good moment, too, and they should should mention that on SmackDown next week as well. Yes, they should. Opening round matches. (laughs) This is going to be interesting how we make these predictions.
2: Yeah, it's going to be weird.
0: The Miz versus Jeff Hardy and Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton on the SmackDown side of things. A babyface has to win. A heel has to win. Mm -hmm. That's the way they'll go with it. Yeah.
2: And, oh, my God, do I hope it's not Hardy versus Orton again in the second round. So, in that case, I feel like it's got to be Miz versus Mysterio. But I mean, I just feel like Orton is the guy they want from SmackDown to be in the finals. But if he, uh, it's so weird. This whole like stipulation has got everything screwed up. So, I'm gonna think it's got to
0: be a babyface facing firing.
2: Yeah. Well, that's again, that's true. But I don't, of all the people on Raw, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, my, my pick out of Smackdown, SmackDown bracket is Mysterio. I will say that.
0: Depending on if Baron Corbin goes or not, I could see him costing Kurt Angle his match. <laughs> Depending on if he goes.
2: We want to fly you over to the desert in a, in a far-off land. Get on this 12-hour flight so you can show up for 15 seconds. And have do a run-in. Yeah.
0: I think Angle's beating Ziggler. And yeah. he should. Or, and or I can't wait for that match. Yeah. Yeah. Ziggler is really good about taking matches that I don't give a shit about mm-hmm. and don't doubt the result in, yeah. and still making them interesting. He he's good at that. So he's yeah. angle's winning that match. Right. Rollins and Lashley, though, that's a tougher one to call. Yeah.
2: No, uh, I I mean, obviously if 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 angle beats um <sighs> I mean, they could easily do an Angle versus Rollins dream match, but I mean, it's just a weird place, you know, uh, to do it. Uh, I don't
0: know. Also, Angle is very comfortable working Bobby Lashley. He has numerous times before. Sure. sure. And uh, Angle looks like a real underdog against Bobby Lashley. Right.
2: Um, I think uh, I, I wanted I wanted to wind up being Rollins versus Mysterio, so that's my pick.
0: Yeah. I think I think it's going to be Angle and Mysterio, and I think Mysterio ends up winning to save his job. Yes. And that's fair. That's sure. fair. How do you think uh, the finals hash out? Um, Who wins, rather?
2: I, I feel like they don't introduce the stipulation without having it pay off. So the okay. Raw guy, whoever wins, whoever's on the Raw bracket wins.
0: Well, if Jeff Hardy ends up losing and getting fired, I could see yeah. him going away for a little while. Sure, sure. Shawn Michaels and Triple H DX against The Undertaker and Kane, Brothers of Destruction. You don't bring Shawn Michaels back to have him no, lose, Alex.
2: No, no he's, he's, they'll win, and I don't care.
0: I do. I want to see Shawn Michaels wrestle. Sure. I'm good. But I don't, I don't care who wins. <laughs> the Rockers are my favorite team as a kid. Yeah, I. Okay. Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman. <sighs> This is WWE's second chance to have Brock show up in UFC with the WWE title, but I don't think it's happening. Braun needs to win. No, Braun, you were no. lucky to have him escape this Drew-Dolph yeah. thing with the level of heat he had Monday. Pull the trigger.
2: No, Braun's, Braun's winning. They've already uh, leaked, uh, been advertising for the TLC arena that it's going to be Braun versus Drew McIntyre. I don't think they're doing that without a title on the line. So, yeah, bronze winning. Unless it's
0: it's for a title shot at the Royal Rumble.
2: Oh, good Lord, please no. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, You might be right. These two big sons of bitches for the chance to (laughs) get in the ring with Brock Lesnar. (claps) Woo! Listen, your boy. Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern. Check us out. Our flagship show. Again, FightfulSelect.com is the best, most direct way to support us. From early access content to extra podcasts, join us Friday. Join us in the live chat on YouTube. We are on podcast platforms everywhere. There is no shortage of ways you all can get a hold of us. Twitter, at Palowski the Fourth, at Sean Ross Sapp, at Fightful Online, at Fightful Wrestle. We have forums. We have a community on Fightful Select. We have discus boards. I want you all in those live chats. Come over there and talk to me during these shows. Till next time, guys! Thumbs up, subscribe, tell your friends. We're out.
1: Happy- Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin-Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off.